Hey, everybody, this is episode number nine. And just like a cat, we keep coming back to life. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. I'm Paul, and this is our Pet Spectacular. We're going to start things off like we normally do with Greg and his helpful tip for the week. Hello there, hello there listeners. Greg again. When you're gone from home for a while and you come home to visit and your 13-year-old dog is still there and your dad says, hey, Greg, the dog is blind. Don't throw anything to the dog because it'll smack it right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Just believe him, okay? Just believe him. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see, I could definitely see that happening. Thank you for that, Greg. And now, Buse with his words of wisdom. All right, this is Buse with more words of wisdom. Dogs lick themselves, dogs lick people's faces. Don't let a dog lick your face after it has finished licking himself. <laughs> you are the one person that used to tell my dog that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one I know that would tell the dog that to his face and say, get out of my face. You just licked yourself. I don't want you to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Buse. Appreciate that. And of course, the one you're all waiting for. Lou, let's give us everybody their welcome this week. Well, what if I don't want to welcome everybody? Uh, I think you're legally required to. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't sign anything. Lou, now we have fans. You, you can't disappoint your fans. Right. Come on, Lou. Let's get something good for the for your fans. They're all abuse fans. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what you're telling me is that abuse is the popular one, not you. Yeah, he's the one bringing in the money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for that intro, Lou. He's bringing in those dollar-dollar bills. <laughs> right. <laughs> The, those copper Lincolns, baby. <laughs> My parents had three dogs. I said two when I was living there. The first one, he didn't live past five. Mm. He was um, little Yorkie, and he was pretty smart. Pretty smart. He was sick, unfortunately, uh, most of his life. He was smart enough. He would learn commands. I took him to Spanish class. Taught him Spanish commands. He he responded and he participated. So he went to class with me. Has his picture in the uh, Center High School yearbook. <laughs> and um, he was in the musicals with me. So I don't know if you remember this story, but uh, we were doing the musical Anything Goes and he was playing the dog. And our friend Kara was the stage manager and she was trying to keep everything together and trying to switch the CDs and get all the sound effects together. And there's a scene where... They're supposed to take the dog and they're supposed to throw him overboard and you're supposed to hear a splash. So they take the dog off stage and they get ready to, to hit the thing and Kara hits the wrong button and they shot him instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, no. the whole audience reacted. <laughs> Die in the play. Yeah. So they had to change the line at the end. And instead of finding him at the swimming pool, they changed it to something about like he dodged a bullet or. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I believe you. I just don't remember it. I mean. I mean, poor Kara was trying to get all the CDs together and keep everything organized. And she hit the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't also remember it, though, you know. 
I can neither confirm or deny that story. <laughs> now you sound like Buse. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but he he was in the yearbook. I mean, he knew those hallways at the high school. The only dog to, you know, roam those halls on a regular basis. <laughs> he used to walk around with Lou in his hall pass. <laughs> Lou in that hall pass. I know. It's like a blank check. Right. Right. Exactly. He just went wherever he wanted and my dog just followed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I see. I had pretty exclusivity on Roman halls back in the day. <laughs> If you remember right, like I'd there'd be like ten other people in the halls and that and that'd stop everybody else and be like, Hall pass, hall pass, get to class, get to class. And they'd be like, Lou, how's it going? How you been? So my dog was in my Spanish class with me. He was in the musicals, See, and but, he's in the year. But he was in class. <laughs> That's the difference between me and him. I wasn't in class. So so what you're saying is the dog <laughs> <laughs> the dog attended more class than you did. He may have. He didn't have a higher GPA, but he attended more class. <laughs> See, that's what that's what kept me where I could roam the hall. Like the fact that I had like a three eight, they were like, "Well, he's got to be doing something." I don't know, Beast. What do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou, Lou had a part blanche when it comes to roaming the halls. Yes. Like I, I didn't even ever get asked. Like. Like nobody even said like why are you in the hall or so, like where's your hall pass? Did, I I want to know. So my dog was attending classes and you were roaming the halls. Yeah, I mean my dog's in the yearbook. Does that mean you shouldn't be in the yearbook? <laughs> oh, highest GPA for least time spent in class, maybe. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, to I go. Mean, kind of a miracle, you, you know. You, you come out with a three eight. You were in class less times than Paul's dog. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's that's kind oh, of the man. point. <laughs> I, I still want to go back and see your transcripts. I think that this is something we need to do. <laughs> we mentioned that I had written a children's play that our, my first dog was in, "The Elixir of Love" at Penn State Beaver. My dog had a part in the play. No, nah, the dog wrote it. You you're a ghostwriter. Right, right. Well, you guys really? saw the play. How, what did you think of? What did you think of my my first work? Yeah, good old Penn State Beaver. <laughs> it was yeah. right on par with that radio station you ran. Oh gosh, I remember that. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> we'll talk about that in our next podcast when we 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 discuss our college years. <laughs> my parents' second dog, another Yorkie. Once our first dog, he he died around. Um, five years old. So he passed away shortly after the Elixir of Love premiered in um, April of 2000. I do remember your one dog, Paul, was obsessed with picking up my shoes and grab one of my boots and tried to and carry it around your house. Yes. Yeah, so we were talking about my first dog that passed away. The second Yorkie that we got, he loved Lou. He thought Lou was the greatest thing in the world and Lou wanted nothing to do with him. And the dog loved Lou. So Lou would just ignore him and the dog would do everything he could to get Lou's attention. So we're watching TV. And the next thing you know, this little Yorkie comes in with Lou's shoe on his head and just slowly tiptoeing around Lou so that Lou would chase him. 
so then Lou gets mad and says, okay, I'll fix that dog. I'm bringing my biggest boots that I, that I could find. So Lou brings these size 14 boots, takes them off, comes in to watch TV. We're watching TV. And the next thing you know, this dog is walking. He's dragging Lou's boot through the family room just so Lou will chase him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, was it the first dog that we, or was it the second dog that I watched for like a week? It was the second. You went on vacation. We had a dog for like a week. You had him for a week. You had him for a week. I did. And yeah. he just had him on a trial run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not a not a difficult dog to take care of. No, nah, he was he was once he set. I think it took him like a night or two to like get used to. Okay, he was in 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 a different house. Yeah, but once he settled down, he was fine. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything bad. He was just he was just there. Yeah. Well, he was happy. He was at Lou's house. He didn't care. It just took him. It just took him like a day or two to get. Took him a day or two to realize. Okay, this is where I'm at. Right. Because like the first night, he was like he was up like trying to get it. Like okay, I'm going home. Right. <laughs> and then after that, he was fine. Right. You should remember this. What What do you do at your house? No, not much. <laughs> just kind of hit in the corner. Yeah. Beast is like you're gonna gain forty pounds like my other dog. <laughs> I think I think that was the concern. Is uh, not so much can I trust you watching my dog, but how big is this dog gonna be when I come back? <laughs> we got him, and he was just rolling out the front door. He just kind of rolled. <laughs> but but that dog was smart. He learned. That dog was what five or six pounds, and my my parents had put his dog biscuits in a cabinet in the laundry room, and he was mad because they were real tiny and they'd only give him like one or two. So what he figured out is if he body slammed the cabinet with all of his might, that he could knock his biscuits down and have them fall into a laundry basket, and he would eat whatever he wanted and walk away. So for a couple of weeks, he wasn't eating dinner. So my parents started to worry that, you know, he's not eating, couldn't figure out, took him to the vet. The vet's like he's gaining weight. So now they didn't know what to think. <laughs> we were over and I believe it was Lou and I were, were playing a game in the other room. And all of a sudden we heard thump, thump, thump. Lou goes, what the hell is that? I said, I don't know. So the two of us got up and walked in the next room. And there he is body slamming this cabinet with all of his might. And I'm going, what are you doing? Stop that. And he's ignoring me. He's body slamming, body slamming. Next thing you know, two biscuits fall down. They fall in the laundry basket. He eats them and he walks away happy. <laughs> so, oh, And I remember the one time we were playing ball with the dog. And where your parents' couch was, it was in front of the wall. And the dog jumped over to get the ball and slid and smacked the wall. It was amazing. So wonderful to watch. <laughs> to watch a five-pound Yorkie get so much speed that he jumps over a sofa and bashes his head against the wall. <laughs> that yeah. Yorkie was six pounds. <laughs> he got right back up. He, he got up and just ran. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah. He was fine. He didn't care. <laughs> but he slid. And it never slowed him down. I think he did it like two or three times. He did. He loved it. It was like a game or something. He'd face Greg and Lou were playing with him, and he, you know, he chased the ball and ran right into the wall, got up and wanted to play again. Yeah. 
He was like, okay, we'll play this game. So, uh, Lou, when are you going to um, elucidate on the uh, New Year's Eve dog bed <laughs> fiasco? You know, it was my dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't what you're talking about. <laughs> Humping the bed on New Year's was was probably uh, the um, pinnacle of yes. dog stories. Our, we were over, it, I believe it was college, I believe. It was, and Pat was there. Pat was there? He was there. It was New Year's. It was New Year's. It was New Year's. I remember that. I don't remember Pat being there. He was there. Pat said that he didn't come over too often to my house, but he said, you remember it when, when you see a dog doing that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I remember we were watching TV and not really paying that much attention. And I look over and I see Paul's dog going to town on his dog bed. <laughs> He was going. He he hit a home run with that dog, man. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was his best friend, wasn't it? The bed. Yes, he loved that very, bed. Very best friend. He made love to that bed. <laughs> <laughs> he bought that bed dinner first. It is. The is that first. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did, he did it right. He did it right then. <laughs> he probably knocked some biscuits out. Let, and gave let, let's him. hope so. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, because I, I remember the dog was making laps around the <laughs> yeah. bed. Yeah. He was better than any of us with that activity. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely committed to the cause. He was 100% committed. That is a good way to put it. <laughs> You're better off just letting him finish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let him finish. Uh, inter interrupt, right? Yeah. Poor guy. There's <laughs> definitely, definitely, uh, do not interrupt. Yes, yes, that's true. So, unfortunately, that was Pat's first introduction to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, I honestly don't remember Pat being there, but yeah, he was there. He I was mean, there. I'm not the dying of being there. Well, it sounds like you are, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if he was there, he probably had a fresh thing of OCs. <laughs> hence, hence the hence the OCs. Hence the oh OCs. yeah, the OC situation. We'll call it the situation. Can, yeah. Greg can confirm those stories of us trying to hint at OCs. Oh yeah, I would I would have loved to have OCs every time we came over. However, if said person was not there. There were also no OCs. That was the only reason we ever wanted to see Pat. <laughs> just to get OCs, baby. Oh, yeah. She yeah. wouldn't so, even make them for my dad. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Your dad would have been out of that house in a heartbeat if Pat wouldn't have lived there. Because <laughs> anytime he came back, he was like the prodigal son. Yeah. He he was, you know, he was the child that that Buse's parents always wanted. Pat, yes, yeah. Because <laughs> he came back, they were like cooking for him and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason we invited his ass. <laughs> if we wanted OCs, Pat was like a. That was the only way to get OCs. Right, Pat was like, "Let me just stop at Buse's parents first, and I'll pick yeah. some up." <laughs>
you know, Buse's mom had 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 like a thing set aside for Pat. Right, right. Well, if you remember, wasn't it? Um, it was what it was Buse's wedding when I went to get him. Buse is like, I got something for you, and he hands it to me. And the guy's like, Are you guys passing around drugs? And we're like, No, they're OCs. And he's like, Is that code for drugs? <laughs> some hardcore oc baby yeah yep. so for those of you that don't know the ocs are oyster crackers which are covered in ranch dressing <laughs> dry ranch dressing ranch seasoning ranch seasoning but the ocs were were to die for well and they would have been messy as hell if you covered them in ranch dressing <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating over there right and buse's mother <laughs> Paul's just dumping a bottle of ranch dressing on his <laughs> oyster Buse, crackers. Buse's mother made the OCs, but she specifically made them if Pat was coming home. <laughs> oh yeah, we used to we used to drop pens all the time because we were always over Buse's. I think because Buse didn't like to leave the basement half the time. Right. Because <laughs> always next drop, to him. <laughs> we'd always drop not so subtle hints to his mom to make them. It should always be like, ah, not this time, or should make up some reason or whatever. <laughs> then she'd somehow catch word that Pat was coming home. It should have like six batches of them made. <laughs> if you tried to touch them before Pat got there, it was like, those are for Pat. <laughs> Smack you upside the head. Right. She'd be like, those are for Pat. Right. I wish I was important so I can get some of seeds. So it's all true. I'm still saying that's that's the child your parents wanted. Yes. You yes. were the boy Pat, they had. Pat, 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 the, Pat was definitely the uh, the favored. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, can you call Pat and see if he can come back? Because I'm, I'm in the mood for some oyster crackers. <laughs> Abuse, tell us about your dog growing up. So we had one dog when I was growing up, and suffice to say, he was as tall as he was round. <laughs> uh, so towards the end, he had a very difficult time moving around because he looked like a big sausage. Yes, he did. He was a nice dog, though. <laughs> very nice dog, very friendly, um, just also very, very large. Any stories you could tell us about him? Uh, there's one story that I remember. I was getting ready to go to a to my one of my baseball games uh, at the baseball fields up the street, and my mom was already there, and I was taking the dog, and the, and he just darted to the the baseball fields ahead of me, um, because he knew my mom was there. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was in the earlier days before he uh, started rounding or rounding off. So Buse, your dog, what what breed was he? Where where where'd you get him? So he was a Beagle mix, and the uh, turn of irony is we went up to the Rogers Flea Market in Rogers, Ohio, and uh, they had puppies that they were basically giving away. And uh, we walked past a couple of times, kind of had a family powwow right there, and then decided to take one of them home. And uh, we took one home that evening and started raising them. All right, how old were you? Probably 10 or 11 at that okay. point. So about 10 years old, that was your first dog. And how long yeah. did he live? Six, seven years maybe. Okay. Not, not that long. He, he was very well fed. He was a fat dog. 
So he had all kinds of problems. Really had any other pets since. Yeah. So that's really my pet story. So you were doing fat dog for midterms, huh? That's right. <laughs> So, Gray, what type of dog did you have? It was a mutt. And how long did you have him? Oh, gosh. I was probably a sophomore in high school, and then she was around for a long time. Um, I was in the airlines, so that I started in 07. She was probably 10 to 13 years old or something like that. So we said we remember she was blind towards the end. Do you have any good stories? About a blind dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not particularly. We had a dog door built into our storm door at mom and dad's house. And uh, she, that was her portal, man. It, if it was open, she'd be booking through that door. I mean, zipping through that door for sure. I remember that dog being a hell of a Frisbee catcher back when, back when it was sighted. Oh, yeah, yeah. She catches a mean Frisbee for sure. Yeah, but she loved, loved chasing rabbits. She'd look through the window, book it through that dog door, and then the rabbits would see her coming. And as she approached them, they jumped to the side and she'd haul ass right past them. She would <laughs> haul, I mean, move right past them, the rabbits. They would just jump to the side and she'd pass them up by a good 50 yards. Man. It was <laughs> and then uh, she'd see shadows on the garage and smack into the garage because she saw her own shadow. <laughs> she just loved to chase stuff and, and try, to, try to kill it, but she was moving way too fast <laughs> for a proper course correction. Understood. There you well, go. Do you have any other pets, Greg? Well, I currently have three. So prior, we had fish. Mm-hmm. We had chameleon. Okay. Chameleons. Um, the fish are fish. You know, they they live and they die. <laughs> uh, the, the chameleon were pretty fun to watch. We'd feed them. Little uh, bugs and little larvae, and let them run around, and occasionally would get them out of their cage. And they made little leashes for them. You could tie them around their midsection, and pin the other side of the leash to your to your shirt, and they crawl around on you and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, you put them back in their crate. <laughs> but uh, we had three. Two of them were, were named after a popular candy brand. Okay. And then one was named after well, nobody in particular, but he he decided to bite the other two. He'd rip the tails off of the other chameleon. So he named him something I can't tell you on a podcast, apparently. It's it's a chameleon that's been dead for twenty five years. <laughs> Or thirty. We need years. to respect the anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. We don't I want guess, that. Yeah. We don't want that chameleon getting sued. Right. <laughs> yeah. They'll have to come back. Yeah. Yeah, it'll come back on me. Right. Dead. <laughs> chameleon. It'll take all the money that chameleon saved. Lou had that big dog growing up. Yeah, the one that shed everywhere. Shed everywhere. Yeah. And you tried to pet it and you just got a handful of hair. Well, I had two dogs growing up. Oh, wait, I one, didn't know this. I only knew one. Well, I had one that was older, and by the time we we moved out to here, it really wasn't in that good of shape. Okay. And it probably lived a few years out here. 
but I had it like when I was real young. Okay. And then the dog I had that that I had for like seventeen years, it was in the region outcount. Region Elkhound. It was a nice dog, but as Buse just said, he said when you pet him, you used to get a, a wad of hair in your hand because he used to Oh, yeah. That, it, dog shedded like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I mean, the nicest dog you'd ever meet. Mm -hmm. Nicest temperament for a dog you'd ever meet. But yeah, that dog would shed. It just had so <laughs> much fur. And like, did you like when he passed away? Did you find like new furniture because of all the hair or? Uh, I don't remember at that point, but Okay, I mean, that dog, like I said, that dog lived 17 years and was really healthy up till, I think, like, maybe the last six months or whatever, it lost sight or something like that and couldn't really he couldn't really see. Okay. But other than that. So similar to Greg's oh, yeah. dog, where it lost sight? Yeah, but Greg's dog didn't live, I mean, Greg's dog lived an okay amount, but nowhere near 17. Continuing with Lou's house, explain to me why you're the crazy cat man. <laughs> well, I mean, I just always had cats. And right now I have four. At times I've had five. I know they have cat ladies. I guess he's a cat guy now. He is a cat guy. He has I'll have to get him cats. like a big trench coat or something now with a like feathered cap or something to be the instead of the cat lady, you'll be the cat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are you insinuating I'm a pimp of these cats or something? <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. Is, is that hey, what you're? <laughs> is that your ultimate goal, Lou? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I do have a funny story about uh, one of my cats. Okay, go ahead. That recently happened. Our furnace had quit working, so we were using space heaters. And I was shutting them off, you know, when we left. And I was leaving somewhere, and I went down to the basement, and I, and the one cat I have, she was sitting on the couch directly where the space heater was pointing. Mm -hmm. And I went down there to shut the space heater off. I go shut the space heater off. The cat screams at me because I shut the space heater off. <laughs> it just looked right at me and screamed at me when I shut that space heater off. <laughs> That poor cat. I feel so bad for it. Yeah. What did you do, Lou? <laughs> well, it's, the cat sat there when I got back and like, because I went to the store, I got back and like, you know, like maybe about an hour later, that cat was still sitting there until I turned the space eater back on. <laughs> <laughs> so you had dog, you had cats. What else do you have, Lou? I, I think you have, a, is it a bunny? I had a, I had a rabbit at one point. Do you still have a rabbit? No, the rabbit lived about nine years, top end of their life expectancy. That type of rabbit's like nine years. Where did you get a rabbit? Uh, my mother's neighbor, they weren't taking care of it, and she felt bad. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, you should take the rabbit. And I was like, uh, and she basically guilted us into taking a rabbit. <laughs> And it was, I mean, it wasn't a bad pet. It was just, I mean, they're not, you know. Yeah. It, it was just the only thing is, like, you have to clean. One is you can't really let them, like, roam because they'll chew on just about anything. Right. Yeah, like, like power cords. Right. Yeah, they'll chew on any anything they can chew on, they'll chew on. Did you enjoy really having a rabbit? I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, 
probably more a little more work than some other pads, but it really wasn't like a bad pad. When we think of Lewis's house, we don't normally think of cats and dogs and rabbits. We think of penguins. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what can be said about Lou's penguins that hasn't already been said? And I, I, think... I never owned an actual penguin though. You have an actual penguin? Is it in your basement? No, I said I never owned an actual penguin. Is that your goal? That's no. gonna be on the list somewhere. Yeah. We can we can make that arrangement, Lou. Right. I mean Amazon. Yeah. So they, have, <laughs> they have to have like whole habitat just, in that if you just don't to. don't go to the zoo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, we've been there. We actually have been there for Penguin Parade. And yeah. do you lead the Penguin Parade or do you and if no, you can leave this parade, it. do you wear a penguin suit too? <laughs> no. We just observe it. So, you know darn well. Hang on. You know darn well after we're done with this uh, recording, he's going to go upstairs and put on his Billy Madison penguin suit. <laughs> I, the one thing I could confirm to Greg is we usually go to at least one Halloween party a year. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I, we have do one. have I penguin costumes. <laughs> I can confirm I that. I knew it. I, I need to keep the show G-rated. <laughs> <laughs> so your penguin costume, Lou, you wear this for fun? <laughs> I've only worn it for Halloween parties. And the furry convention. Yeah, the furry yeah. convention, yeah. Well, that wouldn't really qualify as a furry outfit. <laughs> Why not? Well, how do you know what qualifies as a furry outfit? I need to get some more detail on this. Well, because usually, like, furry outfits, you have, like, a tail and ears. Usually they're furry. How do you know this? <laughs> well, I mean, living in Pittsburgh, you know, around So do you Pittsburgh, have a copy of these bylaws for yeah. the uh, membership? I think are, he are wrote you thinking them. of getting involved in the furry community <laughs> use? <laughs> you wrote them. I know you did, Lou. Right. Lou's proofreading them going, wait, hold on. I got to change this one. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. It must include a tail. <laughs> <laughs> a furry intervention. Wait a minute, Lou. Do, do we need? We to are not be. We are not inclusive to all those uh, animals yeah. with and without fur. Right? Do we need to have an intervention, Lou, where we all come in and say you got to you got to take the furry outfit off? <laughs> are mythical animals acceptable, like mermaids, centaurs? I think. <laughs> Guys, I, th I think he's. I think he's speechless. Finally, I, I don't think you get into like. I don't think they really get into mythical animals that much. Again, how do you know this? Hey, he's been to his share of conventions. He should know. I've been around where they've been around in the city. Okay, so then let's, <laughs> let, let's pause for a moment, since this is our pet spectacular. Can you please explain what a furry convention is? Well, it's. A convention of people that like to dress in furry outfits. And how do you know this? DBE, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we all know. Well, <laughs> because they, the last several have been in Pittsburgh. And you've attended? No, but I've been in the city when they've been in the city. Like we went on a Just Ducky tour when they had the convention. They were. Pointing out furries as we want to buy them. 
So just to clarify, only someone was dressed up like a duck on your tour. I, I was no. going to say, were you dressed as a penguin on this tour? Because no, we went that... on the just ducky tour before they had the incident that yep the incident stopped them from having just ducky <laughs> tour. But but were you dressed as a penguin? And they said, "Hey, there's people that no. look like you." Like <laughs> no, I wasn't dressed as anything. As one on the tour, it was actually a very interesting tour. Well, I bet, and especially when you're wearing a penguin costume. Yeah, I mean, it was geared towards, you know, like like the kids that were on the tour. Let them like when we were out in the open water, they let them like drive the boat for a second. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but okay. but it was a it was a it was actually a very educational tour. Yeah, we've done them before. They're a lot of fun. They were yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So we we've learned about your penguin costume and your penguin dances, I guess, at the zoo. What else can you tell? It wasn't us? a dance at the zoo. They just do a little when it when it's colder outside for a few months. I think it's on the weekend. They have scheduled times when they when they let the penguins out and they just kind of like walk down. Oh. They walk down a thing and walk past everybody and then they walk back in. Yeah. So you're just an observer of penguins. Yeah, I mean, we were going to mention that you have a penguin room in your house that has so many penguins that you can't walk in it. Yeah, I mean, so many stuff. There's stuff variety. It's not actual life, you know. But we're just now. Now we're clarifying because obviously <laughs> we don't know for hey. sure. <laughs> explain the penguins, Lou. We we explain when you got married that your wife is trying to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Is that the is that the ultimate uh... goal? I don't know that that's, I mean, if it, I mean, that's the ultimate goal or not. She just. Just likes penguins. Yeah. She likes penguins and collects them and has quite a lot of them. Okay. So Buse, Greg, can you describe the penguin room for everybody? Okay. All right. It is a large room filled with penguin paraphernalia. All right. So when I first experienced the phenomena known as the penguin room I was speechless I did not know what to say did not know what to do I felt like felt like I was uh, I should have ran away but I did not <laughs> <laughs> it was it's quite amazing Lou by the way it's quite amazing yeah it's a good I mean it's a bedroom it's a good size bedroom it's not a small bedroom but you can't oh, walk yeah. in it, right? I mean, right now the penguins are covering the floor too, right? Yeah, they're it's pretty much like there's a pathway in there, but it's pretty much like they're pretty much all over the place. Okay. Do you know how many there are? I have no idea. I've never we haven't attempted to count. So let's okay. so let's just say, let's just say for you listeners out there, if you jumped head first into this room, you would receive no injuries. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's been confirmed. They, yeah, and there's also uh, there's icebergs painted on the on the walls of the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Icebergs as that. in ice or icebergs as in the Pittsburgh Penguin mascot? Icebergs as in ice bergs, bergs painted on it. <laughs> yeah. And who painted those, Lou? Uh, just his dad. Oh, okay, oh, so somebody okay. actually came in. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. Whenever she was setting it up, he did that. So is it something like that's a mural, like on the wall itself? 
Well, it's it's a mural, but he did it like freehand. Well, that that's a very nice tribute. That's actually you know what I'm saying. Like he did it, he did it. You know, just painting with a brush. He didn't. Yeah. He just freehanded it with a brush. Well, that's How a really long did it nice take him to do it? Yeah, uh, it was just a uh, few hours, like an hour. Or so, so is it like one entire wall, or is it the entire room? It's the entire. It's the entire room it has like it's like blue, and then it has like icebergs painted. You know. Wow. That's cool. So to keep it authentic, you have like an air conditioner running about 30 degrees. <laughs> the authenticity isn't there. <laughs> All right. Well, while we've been talking, I've been on Amazon searching for penguins. So Lou, there might be something coming to your door in the next couple of days that, you know, will surprise you with a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to change your last name to Popper. <laughs> yep. Do any of you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Mr. Right. Popper's right. penguins. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. If we're gonna steal a penguin, <laughs> now is the time. So the Tuesday when he gets up in the morning and goes to work, he opens the door and there's a penguin sitting there. I have a feeling they probably all have like GPS tracking <laughs> devices yeah. on them. So Lewis, can we go back to your pets for a few minutes? So we, okay. we talked about the penguin room, but there's not just penguins in the room. There's penguins throughout the house, correct? There might be one room they're not in, but other than that. And what's in that one room? Uh, mostly tools. Boys. <laughs> so, the, so, the, <laughs> so the garage then. No. So it's, it's the garage. No, it's not the garage. It's his red room. It's, no, it's not the red room. It's basically a work. It's basically a workshop. <laughs> I got it. So you that's cool. So you have a workshop downstairs and that's the only room in your house that does not have a penguin. Yeah, I mean it doesn't I mean occasionally like if I have to glue a penguin or something, that's where it's you know. <laughs> As everybody has to from time to time. Yeah. Well, I mean, because she has breakable penguins and you know, at times they'll, you know, and then they'll get super glued and you know. So when you get so, angry and you smash it and then you go back and you glue it. No. It'll usually be like, okay, we dropped it moving it from here to here. And you know. <laughs> Lou does a lot of thinking before he gets mad. <laughs> if I break this damn thing, I'm gonna have to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't make sense, you know. So so Lou Lou, what is your favorite? Penguin glue. What do you use for your penguins? It's mostly all super glue or okay, crazy glue. You know, it's not it's not girly glue then. For most of the applications, super glue works. The only problem is a damn super glue glues your fingers together. <laughs> yes, it does. So it's like so, you get you get your the thing you want glued together, but then you're getting thing you know glue off your fingers. You know, remember the old the old commercials were. The safety helmet that they glued to like a beam. Oh yeah, and the person hung from the beam. We get used to do yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Only if he's holding a penguin. <laughs> My parents had one dog that, after the other two passed away, they got a rescue dog, and he didn't speak. He didn't bark. He didn't talk. He just looked at you. And he ended up getting his teeth pulled. He had a lot of rotten teeth. So he couldn't really eat. I mean, he ate dog food, but he couldn't eat like a whole lot of regular food. So we took him to Lou's house over the summer, 4th of July. Lou was making 
burgers and he was making court on the cob. And we left the dog at the table and came back and the dog grabbed the corn on the cob. But because he had no teeth and because he's been a rescue dog and didn't speak and didn't know what to do, he sat there with it kind of like a cigar in his mouth and just looked at us. <laughs> Fantastic. Lou, do you remember that? I remember the dog came over one other time as well mm-hmm. and tried to have its way with another dog. <laughs> At your 4th of July party. No, it wasn't at the 4th of July party. It was another time you and your parents came over swimming. Okay. Well, the dog didn't talk, but he obviously took crib notes from the other dog on what to do. (laughs) (laughs) The other dog was teaching him. Well, on on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. (laughs) So I'd like to thank everybody for listening for nine shows. We will catch you guys next time. Greg, take us home. Okay, uh, let's see here. Folks, if you have a pet, uh, take care of it and don't throw stuff at it when it's blind. All right, Buse, thanks for uh, joining us once again for uh, a trip down memory lane. Lewis? Uh, Well, we all wish we could have had Pat here instead of Buse, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) 